0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Maction here on the Believe Sports Network. Uh, We have a recap that involves a season-ending injury this week. I am your host, Mark Scafidi. Uh, Mac game of the year, going into last weekend. Uh, I think myself and the rest of the Mac could probably say the Toledo-Miami game was the biggest game on the Mac calendar this year. Um, and it turns out it's probably the last big, big game until the Mac championship game. Um, Toledo won the game. Um, but that's not really the story of the game. Unfortunately, for the Mac and for Miami, uh, Brett Gabbert uh, had a devastating leg injury in the game. It happened with uh, one thirty one left in the third quarter. And it's, it's gruesome. Um, it was horrible. There was blood coming out of his sock and it, it ruins Miami season. I mean, there's no doubt. Um, it was like Miami, the next big game was going to be this week for Miami versus Ohio. This totally takes the shine off that game. Um, Miami's not going to be the same team. Uh, it's a, it's a seasoning ending injury. Hopefully, it's not a career-altering injury, um, but it's that bad of an injury. They've already had surgery. So today is Wednesday. They had surgery uh, right away. So it. Um, I'm assuming it was a broken leg. Um, they, there's privacy issues that they're not telling everybody. It's not the NFL. You don't have to dis- disclose what happened, but I'm assuming it had a lot to do with a broken leg. When you get air cast on the field. And he knew right away. Everybody on the field knew right away that something was seriously wrong. He slammed his helmet down, and it's just a devastating injury. Nobody likes to see anybody get hurt, especially in a gruesome injury when you know that your season's over and you know possibly career's over. Um, hopefully, it's not. Hopefully, the surgery went well and he recovers. Um, but I mean, I don't want you know the game itself. Yeah, Miami lost. Um, Toledo is a really good team and Daquan Finn most likely is going to be Mac player of the year now. I mean, Brett Gabbert was right there playing at the level of uh, one of the top three Mac players of the year. He was in the, now his season's over. He's no longer has a chance to win that, but uh, Toledo is a good team. I mean, they look good. They are a good football team. Um, I don't want to take anything away from what Toledo did. I mean, basically when when breck abrick got hurt miami lost the you know their mojo because obviously you lose your best player he is your best player hands down um and without him they're going to obviously struggle the rest of the season it's not going to be the same uh Avion Smith, who came in uh who's now their starting quarterback he played in nine games last year um i mean he didn't look great but um, I don't know. It's, it's not going to be the same. Smith isn't the same guy. Smith isn't as good. So uh, he, did, he was pretty ineffective when he came in um, in the situation he came in in the fourth quarter. Now it's hard to come in in the fourth quarter and lead your team to a victory. But the rest of the year, I mean, they've already got six wins. So they're going to a bowl game. But yeah, man, it's 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 a tough lot. It's a it's a tough way to lose when your best player goes down and there's no replacing him. And Chuck Martin, the coach, said, "Man, it's not like this is just the next man up. Technically, yes, it's the next man up. It is what it is." He said, "That's life. That's the reality." He said in his press conference. But losing him is a huge deal. Um, If you say no, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So that's all true. Everything he said is true. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a devastating loss for Miami. Uh, It kind of alters the entire season. So unfortunately for the Red Hawks, I don't know what to expect out of them now because it's a whole different team, in know, in a sense, um, your MVP, possibly the conference MVP goes down. It's, um, yeah, it's not good. So. I don't want to take anything away from Toledo. Uh, they they won the game, and they're probably the best team in the MAC hands down now. Now, if they don't lose another game, and they probably won't, um, they have one loss. I wish they didn't have that one loss to Illinois. But the uh, idea that they can get the, a special bowl game is... It's out there, but only if Air Force and Liberty lose a couple times, probably. So, um, not likely to happen at this point, but anything is still possible. Um, so, Toledo, congratulations. You are probably the MAC champions, or at least MAC West champions, probably going to be MAC champions overall, though. Um, now, Miami's opponent this week is Ohio. And after they played atrociously bad in the fourth quarter against NIU two weeks ago. You were hoping that they could come back. Um, the Bobcats got to six and two this week with a win over the Western Michigan Broncos 2017. It's a hard fought game. It's not a, it, it's not a, a game that you want to bounce back on because Western Michigan's not going bowling. They've got six losses. Now they're one loss away from being eliminated. Um, Western Michigan is not a good football team. I mean, let's face it. Ohio now is kind of like MAC East. You know, they kind of have it set up for them to win to win the MAC East. Now that yeah you know, Miami went down, so um, it's definitely looking like Ohio's division now. Granted, they still have to win this week against Miami, but I don't know what Miami is going to come out with. It's not the same Miami team that went out there last week, and Miami was playing great football. They're on a six-game win streak, playing great football all season, uh, other than the Miami, Florida loss. So I don't know what to expect. It's um, it's the only Saturday game I think in the MAC this week. But um, oh no, there's two Saturday games. I'm sorry, two Saturday games. Uh, Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan. Um, that's also Saturday, and then we switched to MAC weekday games. Um, after that. So, uh, Curtis Rourke, what did he finish with? Um, Oh, it doesn't. Oh, I have to look. Let me see here. Um, But Western Michigan, uh, not, they're not good this year. So, you can't say it was a very promising win when you lose like that. But it's a win. They needed the win. They got bowl eligible. Miami's bowl eligible. Toledo's bowl eligible. After that. Bowl eligibility is going to be like it's up in the air right now. There's three MAC teams. In theory, they could all end up with, um, you know, for only three teams. Uh, Curtis Rourke bounced back with 275 yards, one touchdown, uh, QBR rating of 69. So he played a lot better than than he did against the Huskies. Um, but overall, uh, Ohio sets up a a MAC East basically game of the season. But now it's the shine's kind of off with, with um, the, the Miami loss of their best player. So uh, Ohio gets the win, moves to 6-2, and two, going bowling. Western Michigan, your bowl chances are next to nothing now. Um, Akron, they had three one-win teams last week. Akron went into bowling green and just got slaughtered, 41-14. Um, the game kind of got busted wide open in the third quarter on a 21-0 run from the Falcons. Who gets a four and four under Cuffler for the Zips at two hundred and thirty-four yards, two picks. Uh, Stewart for Bowling Green had nineteen carries, one hundred thirty-one yards, three touchdowns. And honestly, I think Bowling Green probably going bowling at this point, but nothing's guaranteed at, at four and four. Um, but Akron, your season is now over. There's nothing left to talk about, really. Um, there is a game next week for the Wagon Wheel against uh, Kent. But uh, that's really the only thing. Like that's a meaningless game in every other capacity, other than it's for a trophy. Because both of their seasons came to a screeching halt last week. Uh, Kent State uh, falls to Buffalo, who's three and five on the season, so there's no guarantee that they're going polling. Twenty-four-six. Um, Kent State gets that magical seventh loss, ending their season. Um, I don't know Buffalo. I don't know if they're going to get to a bowl game. Honestly, they're just, they've got they got to win two more games, um, three more games. What am I saying? They need three wins, and they can only afford uh, one loss. So we'll look at the schedule and see how it plays out. But Buffalo, there's no guarantee anything's going to happen in terms of a bowl game. Uh, the other one-win team, Central Michigan, going into Ball State. I did watch this for a good portion of the game. Um, Central Michigan did not play very inspired football. Uh, This was a, this had to be a victory for the Chippewas. I mean, I don't mean like, oh, they, it it can afford to lose this. They cannot afford to lose this game. Ball State is not winning, going to a bowl game. They've got two wins now. They're two and six. They are the third of the one win teams. I thought they were going to take the L2 last week. They did not. I was wrong. I admit that. Uh, Ball State played their best game of the season, maybe. And Central Michigan is not playing well at all. So um, I don't know if Central Michigan is going to get to six wins at this point. Uh, but congratulations to Ball State for knocking off the Chippewas at home. Um, they're not going bowling, but it doesn't make any difference. You know, who cares? It's still a nice win for Ball State. They're still bowl eligible for one more week. Uh, they still have, you know, you know, a prayer of still going to a bowl game. You know, not Not going to last that long, but hey, they're still eligible. So congratulations to Ball State for knocking off the Chippewas. And finally, from last week, we have Eastern Michigan going into NIU and losing. That's right. This was one of those, I don't know if Eastern Michigan goes to a bowl game now. I thought if NIU lost this game, their season, again, would have been very unlikely to get to a bowl game. NIU still has Ball State and Kent State to play those are two gimme wins outside of the central Michigan fiasco that they put out there um, Eastern Michigan did not score f- score in the fourth quarter they were up most almost the entire game I think from the very beginning um, I don't know actually maybe I scored score first I can't remember but either way Eastern Michigan's offense was they couldn't get off the field on defense to save the game their offense um, was bad i mean it was bad most of the game um i i watched the fourth quarter and rocky lombardi for as bad as he's played for a good chunk of the season came up with some big time throws for niu he moved the ball in the fourth quarter he got the first downs that they needed so he only had 173 yards and no touchdowns no picks a qbr of 32 that's i mean that's Pedestrian numbers, twenty-one of thirty-three, but he did enough. On the fourth quarter, Rocky Lombardi got what he needed and got the ball moving and saved the game for NIU. Because I think had they turned it over or had they not gotten the first downs that they got, um, it sure looked like uh, Eastern Michigan was going to come down and and score. I do remember there being a lot of penalties in this game, and a lot of them went against Eastern Michigan. Um. Austin Smith for Eastern Michigan, his the quarterback. Uh, he was bad. I mean, he was fourteen of twenty six, but he was bad. He threw two picks for one hundred fifty one yards. He he was he was not. He did not play well at all. If um, you didn't watch the game, Austin Smith couldn't do anything to win the game for them in the fourth quarter. I didn't have any faith that he was going to, based on how bad he was playing. But his, his, he, it, they've lost because of him, partially, and they couldn't get off the field in the fourth quarter. But he certainly wasn't going to win them the game the way he was playing. So, Eastern Michigan, you're sliding. That was a bad loss for you guys, losing to NIU. Ohio lost to NIU. So, I, you know, these two teams both should have beaten NIU. Neither of them did. Um, Samson Evans, the touchdown man, um, 68 yards on 19 carries. Um, I don't know how many penalties were, but it sure seemed like, uh, from just a viewer's aspect, Eastern Michigan was getting all of the calls. Um, it just seemed that way. I don't know 100% um, if they did get all the calls, like, but it sure seemed like the refs were on NIU side the entire game. And as an NIU fan, I, you know, I'm fine with that. But it sure seemed like the refs were totally helping NIU, because NIU is not very good themselves. I wouldn't give them too much credit, but NAU it sort of seemed like the refs were helping them. Um, I don't know how many penalty yards there were total, but it sure seemed like Eastern Michigan was on the short end of that um, from a, a fan standpoint. So that brings us to next week. Um, in in reality, I, I don't know. The MAC could end up with three bowl teams. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I think they're going to get more, but it's possible. I guess if everybody kind of evens themselves out and some of the like if Ball State were to win a couple more games and Kent State and Akron were to upset teams, I guess anything's possible. So, you know, that could be like the worst Mac Bowl season in a 15 or 28, a 17 years, something like that. Uh, Saturday, October 28th, ESPN plus Western Michigan versus Eastern Michigan. I, I said it last week Eastern Michigan needed to win that game to get to a bowl game if somehow Western Michigan wins this game against Eastern Michigan, I don't think Eastern Michigan's going polling. They'd be four and five. And I just don't know if it's going to happen for Eastern Michigan. They uh, Western Michigan's favorite right now by three. And I don't know. I, I This is, a, this is a, a total pick game. And based on the fact that Eastern is not playing well and Avion and Smith just didn't, just didn't, Austin, didn't play well at all against NIU. I mean, that was a bad performance. I have no idea who's going to win this one. Um, for the Mac's sake, to get to a bowl game, you better hope it's Eastern Michigan because uh, Western's not going to run the table. But I don't know. This is a tough one. I, I really can't pick a winner. And also Saturday, CBS Sports Network, 3.30 Eastern, Miami at Ohio. Ohio's a seven-point favorite now. Yeah, that's what the Gabbard injury does. Um, it's it's tough. Like, going going into this game, I thought this was going to be the MAC East Division game of the year. If Ohio wins, I think that's kind of it. I think you know they're probably going to win the rest of the way out. But I don't know what to expect, honestly. The Miami injury is just it's a It's devastating to to their chances. Um, Good thing they've already got six wins. Um, But this one's tough because I feel bad for Miami and I wish that you know Gabbard were still playing so we'd have a good game. But I don't know if it'll be a good game now. That's the problem. I'm going to pick Ohio because I'm not really sure what the Red Hawks how they're going to recover. We can just kind of hope that uh, they can keep it rolling. without Gabbard, but that that's a mystery on this one this week. Um, Tuesday, October 31st, Halloween, everybody. Uh, two Mac games. Oh, and uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. NIU at Central Michigan on ESPNU. I do not have an ESPNU, so I have to go to Buff Streams or uh, one of the sites to watch it on this one. Um, they're four and four, three and one for NIU and the MAC. I don't really care about MAC standings, so I think Toledo's already got this one wrapped up um, in the MAC West. Um, four games to go. Toledo's got a two-game lead over NIU, so in two weeks, Toledo would wrap up the MAC West either way. Um, basically, a week after this, and in the following weekday, if they win, Toledo wins the next two games, and it's they win, they win the MAC West. Um, this one has oh, there's no line because it is for the following week, technically, even though it's Tuesday. Um, and they they played a lot better um, on their win streak. Granted, one was Akron. Then they surprised Ohio, and they outlasted Eastern Michigan. Now, they could have lost to Ohio, and they could have lost to Eastern Michigan. They were easily going to beat Akron. But outside of the Akron game, they haven't played well. Really, like, they haven't clicked and played well against anybody. Um, I don't know what to expect from Central Michigan after getting embarrassed by Ball State last week. Central should play better. Uh, this is a 4-4 four and four versus 4-4 four and four game. The winner of this game is going to a bowl game, guaranteed. They're going to get to that sixth win. The loser of this game, if it's NIU, still, I think, is going to get to a bowl game as long as they don't screw up versus Kent and Ball State. So... Going into the game, I'm going to go NIU's on a roll. I'm going to pick NIU over the Chippewas at home, but anything could happen in this game because you know these two are these two are not very good teams. They're just average teams right now, so it's kind of a pick 'em game too. But as a Husky, I'm going to go with NIU. Uh, 6:30 p.m. Central, 7:30 Eastern, ESPN2. I wish my game was on ESPN2, so it'd be easy, but it's not. Buffalo at MAC leader Toledo. I mean, Toledo's the best team in the MAC hands down this season right now. Buffalo, yeah, I don't know, they're three and five. All their wins came against MAC teams. That doesn't show much uh, overall because they beat Akron and Kent for two of them. So I can't really like, give Buffalo any real credit. Um, Toledo's good. I'm going to pick them at home uh, in the Glass Bowl. Uh, November, oh, this is October 31st. Yeah, I don't, Yeah, you know, Buffalo's going to get to that sixth loss. I don't think Buffalo's going bowling. I do believe they're going to lose two more games out of the next four. So Buffalo falling to Toledo at home um, and Toledo getting that eighth win. Wednesday, November 1st, 2023, ESPN 2, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, Ball State at Bowling Green. Ball State still alive technically for a bowl game. Now this is one of those games for the MAC to get bowl teams eligible. Bowling Green's in, Bowling Green needs to win this game. Ball State is not going bowling at two and six, but Bowling Green is up and down every week, so I never really know what to expect from them. Uh, bowling Green should win the game. Will they win the game? I have no idea. Uh, Bayslag for Bowling Green almost 900 yards, five touchdowns, six picks. That's not good for the season. That is not good when you have more picks than touchdowns. Not good. Ball State just surprised and shocked everybody by beating Central Michigan. Can they do it again against Bowling Green? Yeah, it's possible. Will they? I don't think so. I'm going to pick Bowling Green on this one to get the W and move closer to a bowl game. Um, If you're betting money, I'd bet on Bowling Green. I don't believe Ball State can knock off two teams in a row, two weeks in a row. And the, I don't know what what you want to call it, the second game of the night on Wednesday, November 1st, 6.30 p.m. Central, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, the Battle of Northeast Ohio. I am familiar with the rivalry. Kent State at Akron for the Wagon Wheel. All that's at stake in this game is the Wagon Wheel trophy there's nothing else to talk about. Um, Kent State is one in seven Akron is one in seven. they've both already been eliminated from a bowl game so this is their bowl game everyone um, the rivalry is for real uh, the two schools are rivals um, at one and seven each I don't think there's any rivalry at all right now because this is a terrible season for both of them uh, again uh, will they be pumped up for the game Sure. They're playing for their trophy game for the wheel. Is it you know life and death kind of pumped up? No, I don't think so because they both realize they're both one win teams, and they're on U. They're not even on the good ESPN, so not that many people are going to watch it because it's on the U. Uh, Kent State. I honestly, I have no idea who's going to win this. I mean, Akron played really uninspiring football the last couple of weeks since Undercuffler and the backups have been playing. So I don't know. Honestly, it doesn't matter who wins, really. it It's just for that wheel trophy. Someone's going to put it in their office, and someone isn't. Um, outside of that, the game is zero. Um, I guess if you're Akron, you're, I don't know, thinking about Coach Moorhead, and he's in his second year, and he's won um, three games. So if you're thinking about canning him at the end of the year, I guess you got to win this game because I don't know if you can come back a third year in today's world of college football having three wins in two seasons. I don't know if you survive that anymore. The days of being able to win three games in two years in Division One, I think, are over. But we'll see what we'll see what Akron does at the end of the year. But his record is just, um, yeah, it's not. You can't justify bringing him back. They haven't been that competitive in a lot of games, so it's not like they're on the verge of winning a bunch of games. They haven't looked like that. Outside of Indiana, they really just haven't um, looked very good this year. Kent State's in a total rebuild. Um, 11 new starters in offense, I think, this year. So they've got nothing. Um, Yeah, the game means nothing. So If you want to watch it, it's on ESPNU. There won't be anybody in the stands, I'm sure, because it's going to be cold. The weather pattern, I know it's really warm this week in the Midwest, 80 degrees. Um, that's not going to be like that next week. I already saw the forecast. So you're looking at the 30s and the 20s at night, so I don't expect anybody at these Mac games at night in the cold. Um, it's going to be like regular action. Two Too bad they're not playing this week on weekdays because it's 80 degrees in the Midwest and warm and 70s in a lot of places for four days. So It's summertime this week, and next week it's going to be winter. So yeah, I don't expect a lot of fans in any of these games, um, and I can't—I really can't see that many people, even for a rivalry game like that. I don't—I don't, I can't see the Akron stands being even remotely more than two thousand people. But hey, maybe maybe it's like a one-day warm spell next uh, Wednesday in just Akron. Who knows? <laughs> um, that's it. Um, yeah, there's—we only have two games on the weekend, but since the rest of the Mac plays next week, we'll uh, next Thursday, I will do the recap of Maction. Our first week of Maction going into the final four weeks of the season. The Mac currently has three bowl eligible teams. I believe. Um, Ball state and Buffalo will join at some point. Ball state and Buffalo will be well, ineligible. So they'll have at least four bowl ineligible teams. Um, but right now, there's two teams out, so we're down to 10 teams still eligible for a bowl game. Uh, but this this week, we could lose Ball State. so um, Nobody's going to be bowl eligible this week, so we're still stuck at the three of them. Um, we're going to have to wait at least two weeks for that next fourth team, potentially, to get the bowl eligibility. Um, enjoy the games uh, this week and next week. Happy Halloween to all the kids out there there are not that many listening to a Mac podcast. And I will see everyone back here next Thursday or Friday for our college football roundup. Um, Enjoy the World Series. It starts Friday, D-backs versus Rangers. Um, Yeah, that's about it. Uh, NBA kicked off last night and Nuggets won. So all, all sports are back right now. Yeah, all four of them are actually playing right now. All four, no, five, if you count college football. All five sports are playing right now. So you got a lot of sports to watch on TV this weekend. Um, Mac, the Mac East game of the year would have been the game to watch, but unfortunately, I don't, it's not must-see TV anymore because Gabbard's gone. But hopefully Miami can uh, right the ship and at least finish off the season strong. Uh, but I will see everybody back here next week. Uh, with an update on how our Mac teams are doing. Have a great weekend, everyone. Happy Halloween to anyone who's listening with kids. Um, I'm hoping to go trick-or-treating myself with one of my little kid friends. And I will see everyone back here next week for some more mac Um, And we are finally back into actual mac on weekdays, which is awesome. So we have football five or seven days a week right now. For that, actually, for the last two weeks. It's been on seven days a week already because the Sunbelt was playing for the last two weeks. So every day of the week for between now and December 15th or something will be football seven days a week. So it's awesome. Uh, Enjoy everyone. Have a great week and weekend and happy Halloween. Bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.